got some scripture that supports this man when he stands. You know, you like to feel a, a, a great unction under some things this morning. I'm just standing on faith. I've got some scripture. I know the Lord's laid on her heart, and I know we're supposed to read it, but needs his prayers this morning that maybe we'd be able to, to get out of it what the what the Lord's got on our heart and uh, uh, want to try to be a help. That's all we ever want to do. We don't want to stand up here just to beat the wind and uh, to take up time. That's not what we're here for. Uh, we're here to glorify God. We're here to get help. Uh, we we discussed in uh, uh, Sunday school this morning there with the uh, with with the I, I keep wanting to say youngins, but with the Teenagers are about examining our lives and 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 and, and looking. Where it seemed like the Lord changed our heart this morning. We've we've been reading there in Genesis and and ended up over in First Corinthians this morning, just talking about examining our lives and and looking at where we're at and, and realizing, you know, like I was talking with them, uh, the the devil preys on 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 people at certain uh, different stages, I guess, and certain certain different times. But they're all in a place of decision in their life right now. Of great decision, and and I, I, was, I was just trying to encourage them this morning to examine and look at their lives, see where you're at before you make decisions. They're at a critical point in their life, and at a decision making time, and these decisions can affect the rest of your life. Uh, but but that this morning I want that to go out into each one of us, not just to the younger ones, but to each one of us. You know, we've got decisions to make. Uh, some of us have been in this way for a long time. And, and and we was talking this morning about examining and looking at ourselves and seeing where we are and seeing where we came from. And with those of us that's been saved uh, for, for 30, 40 years or 15, 10, however long it may be, we ought to be able to look and see some growth in our life. And uh, but, uh, but, but I encourage us each one to do that, just examine ourselves and see where we stand with the Lord. But, but uh, just... Felt like saying that, but uh, I want to read maybe a little bit in Second Kings uh, in some real familiar scripture that uh, you know we've all read, no doubt, and uh, heard preached and, and preached from. But uh, in the sixth chapter of Second Kings, just really just a, one particular thought that the Lord give us out of this, maybe not. Uh, dive into a whole lot of other things that's here, but uh, just, just, just really, just a thought or two. But, but in the sixth chapter of Second Kings, uh, the Bible said, "And the sons of the prophets said unto Elisha, Behold, now the place where we dwell with thee is too straight for us. Let us go, we we pray thee, unto Jordan, and take thence every man a beam." And let us make us a place there where we may dwell. And he answered, Go ye. And one said, Be content, I pray thee, and go with thy servants. And he answered, I will go. And he said, and, and he, so he went with them. And, and when they came to Jordan, they cut down wood. But as one was felling a beam, the axe head fell into the water, and he cried, and said, Alas, master, for it was borrowed, 
And the man of God said, Where fell it? And he showed him the place, and he cut down a stick and cast it in thither, and the iron did swim. Therefore said he, Take it up to thee, and put it, and he put out his hand and took it. Then the king of Syria warred against Israel and took counsel with his servants, saying, In such and such a place shall shall be my camp. I'll stop there. Uh, uh, just had this on our heart, like I say, and I know we've preached from this so many a time, and, and we could probably get into into a few different things. We've, we've preached on uh, 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 keeping keeping yourself to where that the axe, the axe head doesn't fly off and 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 in in the midst of while you're trying to work, we preached a, a lot of different ways. That axe head uh, being the power of that that's that that you're using, that that's able to get the work done, and and having having that power in your life and accessible and able to use. And and and, and I won't get into a whole lot of that too much this this morning. It's not really where our heart is, but but I wanted to get into something that's lost. And I wanted to maybe get into that's where the Lord had had in our heart this morning, Daniels. I got to thinking about that. This man had something that to be a help in that day, to be a help in following those trees and gathering the beans that they needed to build something. Uh, he needed that accent, and it wasn't his. It was just given to him uh, to be to be borrowed and used for. For that particular instance, and to be used of, 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 uh, uh, for that purpose, and and I got to thinking about that and how that he was out there working, no doubt diligently with him. But a few things that happened that were that that they got a little bit. Uh, maybe we'll get a little bit into that, but got a little bit loose on the handle to where that it came off. And 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 no matter how or whatever the the. Uh, uh, the reasoning was up to the point of where he lost the axe head. The end result was he lost it. And, and it came off and it went into a place that looked like he could never get it back, Cheryl. And what was he doing? He was sitting there and he was mourning and, and he was crying and he was upset because he lost what he needed in his life. And, and there was truly, he was one of the sons of the prophets and, and he, there was a true desire down there in his life, man. He truly wanted to be a help. But he let some things happen in his life to where he lost the very thing that was going to help him be a help to everybody else. I hope I'm making good sense this morning. But but as as this happened in his life, he was mournful. Janelle, he was he was he was unhappy that he lost this, but yet there he sat in a position to where all he had was just a piece of wood, and there's no trees going to get cut. Well, just that old empty handle without the head on it. And it's in my heart, I got to thinking about us in church a lot of times, and me and, 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 and every other person in the house of God. I believe we all, if we're born again children of God, have got a desire in our life to be able to be a help to the house of God, to be able to, 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 to be part of what God is doing down at the house of God. But I believe sometimes, Judy, we've let ourselves get in a position where we've lost something with God. We've lost the power. We've lost the, uh, maybe some of our influence. We've lost some of, something in our life to where we had strength at one point till we was following things just like everybody else. 
And when that gets lost in your life and, and, and you don't have feel like you've got power with God again, you get right down to where this man was and you get in a state of where that you're unhappy. You don't feel like that you are being of a, of a help anymore. But this man had a desire and, 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 and the Bible said there, he says, but one was falling, failing a, a beam and the axe head fell into the water. And he cried and said, Alas, Master, for it was borrowed. The, 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 the greatest thing that stood out to me right there, and he cried. There was a sorrow in his life because of what got lost. And I believe in a child of God. I, I believe uh, that, 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 that if you lose something with God, I believe you're going to be sorrowful. I believe we're going to be unhappy because... As, as his children, you can't help but want to please him. This man didn't go crawl up somewhere. So he didn't run away from the camp. He didn't get out from amongst everybody and go off and have a big old pity party. Well, I lost it and I can't never get it back and I ain't never going to show my face around them no more. No, he cried. He cried out. There was a heart there desiring to have that back because he wanted to get right back in there and go to fellow things. With everybody else. I just truly got to thinking about that and got to seeing that if we're truly born again and we're part of this family and we've been working for the Lord down through time, you can't run away from this. You can't give up on what you once done for the Lord. You want to go to crying out. What the man of God do? Did he chew him out? Did he jerk him up and go to rebuking him in, in a harsh manner, Mark, as you were talking about this morning? No, he didn't. He just asked him a question, didn't he? Where fell it? I'm here this morning not to rebuke you. It ain't my job. Hey, the Lord's Word will do what it needs to do in your life. I'm just here to preach. But all I'm here to ask this morning is where fell it? There was something in your life that you lost somewhere. There's something in our life that can get lost very easily if we don't keep ourselves. Maybe I will get into it, but I preached it before. That axe handle, that axe handle needs to be tight in that head. And there's things uh, uh, if you've ever if you've ever handled a, 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 put a handle into something or another, when you get that thing in there, you can soak it in water where it swells up inside that thing. And then and then Daniel, they they places in the top of there. You drive some wedges to make sure that she stays sure on the end of that handle. Somewhere along the line, this fellow let his handle get pretty flimsy, didn't he? And if we're going to lose something in our life, it's, it's our fault because that man, the one thing he could take care of was the handle. The one thing that he could do was keep that handle in good shape where the axe head was going to stay on there. And there's a lot of times in our life when we've lost our power with God, it ain't nobody's fault but ours. And that's just the plain, simple fact of it. Uh, we can, uh, as I was talking about with you youngers this morning, uh, examine ourselves. Examine yourselves. It was that man's job to examine 
his handle before he ever started trying to work. It's our job when we come down to the house of God to examine ourselves. To look into our lives and see where we're at. Are we, are we fit good inside the head? Are we fit good inside the axe head? And if we're not, then somewhere along the line we was working diligently, Judy. But we let our life get a little slack somewhere, Mark. And we lost that power. I'm going to tell you something about getting a loose handle on one of your toes. I've used Maddox before, and I've let them heads get loose on them with little wooden handles. I've used things before, and I've let, my, I've let that handle get loose. And before, before it ever flies off the end, you know the first thing it'll probably do? It'll slide down the hand, and down the head, and it'll pinch your hand. And if you keep letting it go, then it's going to fly off of that thing. But before it ever flies off, there'll be some warnings in, in there that let you know that it's getting loose on the handle. And that's the way of the Lord. Before we ever lose our power with God, I promise you, He'll let you know you're getting in a place to where you're about to lose it. Yeah. He'll skin you up a little bit and let you know. But to get around to where, where the Lord's got our heart at, there's a many a different reason, a many a different situation that can happen in each one of our lives to where we lose our power with God. We lose our influence with God. And whatever yours may be might be something that's different than mine, but it all comes back around to the same thing. It's not keeping our life in the will of God. Not keeping ourselves in a place where God can use us. When we get to that point, Judy, we get to crying. It fell off into a place that I can never get it back, Melissa. There's that accent. And we all know what iron and water. You lay, if you lay a, a piece of iron, an accent, you lay it down on top of water, it is not going to set there. Where's it going to go? To the bottom. This man thought I could never get it back. There's one thing about it, though. They ain't nothing impossible with my God. That's where the joy in this message is. The Lord asked. He sent his man down there and he said, where fell it? And you know what? That fellow knew right where he lost it. He knew right where it come off. He knew what part of the water that it landed in. May have been a big old body of water down there. In that, in that river, the way it was a great body of water, but that man knew exactly in that body of water where he lost what he had. There may be a multitude, Audrey, of sin in this world. There may be a multitude of things in this life, but I'm going to tell you what each individual one of us, if we've ever lost our power with God, we know right where we lost it. We know where we gave up, Jennifer. We know where we let down. God sends His word by. He says, Where fell it? I'm going to tell you something. That man of God took a stick and cast it out into that water. Let me let you know what? When God sends His word by, He allows a man to stand and preach, whether it be me or whether it be some of these other good men of God that preach the gospel. 
You know all we're up here doing? We ain't diving down in there to get your get your racket out of the water. We ain't diving down there. It ain't my place to dive in that water and get a hold of nothing. I can't go down there, Daniel, and I can't get a hold of it and bring it back to you and lay it in your lap. Well, he didn't do that, did he? No. Well, Elisha, he went and he took a stick and he cast it out into them waters. And I'm going to tell you something about every time I get up here and try to preach. The only thing I'm doing is I'm just casting the stick into the water. Casting it out into the depths of where that that thing got lost. The Lord brought it to the top, didn't he? He said, right here is your fire. Jay, right here is the head that you lost. Right here's the very thing that wasn't yours to start with, but I was letting you use it. Remember when we preached on Samson the other week? Shook himself, didn't even realize until it was too late that he didn't have no more power with God. He got the desire to want to have it back. He knew what that felt like. And I believe to a child of God, if you've ever known what the power of God feels like, you desire to have that in your life. You may have left your life. It may have been a small thing. You may not have lost it, but just for a day. You may not have lost it, but for a week. But you may be like what Samson, and you may get down to a point to where you've been a, a grinding. You've been down there, a grinding for the enemy. But you'll get to, you'll have a desire to want to have it back in your life. Some people maybe get out of church, maybe get out of the will of God, maybe sit on a pew for 30 years and ain't felt the power of God in 30 years. You can come to church every Sunday and not have the axe head on your hand. It ain't just the people calling that's running the roads on Sunday that's forsaking the house of God. It ain't just them people that ain't got no power. Because I can take you into several churches anymore that's sitting full of people that ain't a, ain't a dropping no leaves no more. That ain't a falling no trees no more. They're sitting there dead, sitting there dried up in their trespasses and sins, and ain't got a hand on their axe. Our churches is full of them anymore. Too much pride to cry out and say, Lord, Of Psalms, and you read that repentant prayer of David. Whole time he would pray, Lord, restore unto me the joys of thy salvation. That was a man that knew what it was like to walk with God, and he knew what it was like not to have God walking with him. When Nathan came by, he found David over there, and he preached the word of God unto him, and showed him that he was the man. It was going to have to fix things. And you know what he done? He showed him. There's where it fell. There's where you're going to have to go back and pick it up. 
And then that 51st chapter, he went to crying out. And you know what he knew, Matt? He didn't have to ask God, what do I do? Lord, how do I, how do I fix this? He went to pray unto God. Created me a new heart. Restore unto me the joys of thy salvation. And he gets on down in that chapter. And you know what he prays? He said, Lord, the only sacrifice that you'll hear, the only sacrifice that he knew what God had accepted, is a broken and a contract spirit. We know what it's going to take to get the axe head back. That man took that stick and cast it in the water. The axe head was brought to the top. He was set through service after service. And the Lord bringing the axe head to the top of the water through the preaching of the word. And I'm about to get down to the message. He's sitting through the, through the whole service, Judy. And the Lord's Spirit goes moving through the temple. The Lord's Spirit, Audrey, gets to moving through the house of God. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you can see your axe head again. All of a sudden, you look out there where you thought it was lost, and it never come back again. And you see that axe head swim to the top. And the Lord brings back to you. What it was once like to have that power in your hands. What it was once like to be able to see a tree fall. To be able to bring down a great beam. To be able to help the church one more time. And you can see that. Right there it is. It's right there in front of you. Where fell it? And he showed him the place. And he cut down a stick and cast it thither. And the iron did swim. That's miraculous. That's wonderful right there. Do you want me to tell you what? You can see where you lost it. And you can get a glimpse of that power time and time again. But here's where's coming the kicker. Therefore said he, take it up to thee. And put out, and he put out his hand and took it. Right there. That's where he was going to make a difference in our life. Matt, we can see what we need to do time and time again. Come to prison. We can see it when God opens our eyes. We can see it when the stick is cast into the water. You can see that you lost your power. It's right there floating. It's within grasp. But you're going to have to reach out and take it. Until that man reached out there and grabbed a hold of that. He couldn't cut down another tree. It ain't just coming down here and seeing what your need is, church. It ain't just for me just to see what I need in my life. It's up to me to reach out and take it when God promises it to me. When that power of God. Preacher, why do you keep referring to that accent as the power of God? I'm going to get back to some things I've preached before right here at this church. You know what that accent was, Lord Daniel? It was sharp. You know what it had to do, it ain't? 
And that said it had some weight to it. There ain't no power in the handle. The handle's just something that gets held on to the swing. That little cut. That has some weight to it. That's been big in something. And that's sharp enough to go to throw chains. Got to get them to throw chunks. You ever watch a man with a good sharp axe? I love to. You ever watch them when they get to swing and go to try to bring something down? They some power thrown in it because they got confidence. They ain't worried about the head flying off. So they'll, they'll cut it as close as you ever see a man stand on something, go to chopping. He'll cut right up next to his foot and he ain't a bit worried. He ain't worried that head's going to come off and hurt nobody because he's made sure it was tight before he ever went to cut And they'll go to swinging with all their power. And you'll see chunks of line to left and right. Before you know what you'll see a tree fall. You know what's a requirement to be able to fall a tree in that now, don't you? To be shot of head. Something with some heaviness to it. Something that will cut and will bring things down. Okay. You walk out there with just a handle. You know what you're going to do? You're going to bruise that tree. You're going to beat yourself to death and you ain't never going to get no worse. Before you know what you don't want to happen, handle will break. come down here trying to have church without the Spirit of God on your life. You come down here to church without the power of God on your life and you ain't doing nothing but beating and bruising something. And before you know it, you're going to break. Because you can't withstand it. That handle won't get nothing done. It's just putting a hand to one that knows how to use it. Has confidence with what's on the end of the handle. God ain't gonna be swinging you at nothing if you ain't got a head on you. Be able to bring down the things our objects here at this church to be able to see them things fall. We're gonna have to keep our head tight on the handle. We're gonna have to keep the power of God in our life to be able to do a work for Him. in this. When you lose something, Tommy, I remember a few years ago, we aggravated the far out that you lost your wallet putting up pain. Oh, yeah. And we all give Tommy a hard time about that wallet being gone. But you know what you do? You marked the bales of hay, didn't you? Yes. Where you kept hay down that day. He knew. He knew the vicinity of where he lost that. And he marked them bales of hay. About the next year, he went to feeding you know what he knew where he lost it in the area? And all of a sudden he's cutting into a bale. He won't come to view what he lost. Ain't nothing aggravates me handle no worse than to lose something. And me knowing right about where I lost it and I can't find it for nothing. You know what I'll do? I lost a knife the other day and I feel like I found it. I was right there using it one minute. Cutting something, I laid it down, I turned around the next minute, and I have searched and searched and can't find it. Still falling. 
glorified, not that we could be honored. today. Testimony of her brother before he died that he come to know the Lord. Why? She realized the importance of keeping power in her life. Keeping the axe head on the handle. She brought down beams. And it helped Anna and build in the house of God. Church, it ain't changed. We don't live in a harder day than anybody else has ever had to live. We see some wicked things, but I'm going to tell you what, they ain't nothing too hard for God, so you tell me how it's any harder than it's ever been. This same head will bring down beams and bring down things in our day that it took down years ago. You ever watch people take these old, old tools and refurbish them?
You won't be able to look into my ugly face no more. But the power I'm preaching in, the word I'm proclaiming, it'll stay just as strong, it'll stay just as powerful, and it'll bring down just as many things as it ever did, as long as we keep it tied on the handle, as long as we keep it used it the way it's supposed to be used. I can promise you that today, that they ain't one thing that's weakened in my God. They ain't one thing that's got diminished in my God. You may feel like you lost him. You may feel like your fire's gone forever. I'm here to ask you this morning, where felt it? I think some of us are seeing it swim to the top this morning. I think we can see it get to the top of the water this morning. I think there's been a stick cut down this morning through prayer, through supplication, through study. I think God has allowed that stick to be cast in the water this morning. And you can see it swimming. I can't give it to you. I can't place it on your handle for you. You're going to have to reach out and take it. Looked impossible for an asset to float. This was swimming. You know what it was doing? Why it didn't just come up and sit out there in the middle of the water and say, so You want to swim out here, Jimmy? You know what it done? It come up and it started swimming. You know what this morning God is, is sending your fire your way this morning? He's letting it come back your way this morning. He's letting it move right towards you. But you know what that man had to do? Reach out and take it to ever get it back. have it this morning. It's a swim. It's moving. It's coming. You might reach out and take it. You might be here lost this morning. You ain't even never know what it's like to have a head on your hand. <laughs> I believe you can see it swimming this morning. That woman lit that candle and she searched diligently. She found what she's looking for. And then she rejoiced. And she wanted everybody else around her to rejoice. That same chapter, if you read that over there, it's one that that, that that lost sheep that got out there when that man found that lost sheep. He rejoiced and he wanted everybody else to rejoice. The Bible said that all of heaven will rejoice over one sinner that comes to repentance. I can promise you this morning, if we ever get the head back on our handle, all of heaven's going to rejoice right along with you. And the church of the living God's going to rejoice. You know what we're in here? Hey, we're in here for one purpose. And that's to see God uplifted and God glorified. And He can't be uplifted and He can't be glorified if you ain't got the head on hand. But when you see that accent swim, you ain't willing to reach out and take it. Preacher, think about this. Everybody will know what I've done. Everybody will know why I lost it. I believe maybe they thought of falling trees right around each other. They could all see. When that accident came up, it just swam back to that man. It didn't matter how he lost it. And it didn't even matter where he lost it. It just mattered that he reached out and got a hold of it when it was coming back. You ain't got to tell nobody where you've been, what you've done. You ain't got to confess nothing to me. 
You ain't got to confess nothing before anybody in this building. He knows. He knows right where your axe head's laid, and he knows right where you lost it. He'll bring it to the top, and he'll send it right your way. It don't matter what nobody in this building thinks. You just be thankful. Man, I don't believe he looked around, and I don't believe he, he wondered, oh, this other son of the prophet over here, oh, this other one, they're going to be watching me when I have to walk up there to the brink of that water, and when I have to reach down and I have to get a hold of what I lost. They're going to be watching me. You know what keeps half of us out of the altar half the time? We're worried, Daniel, what somebody else might think. Oh, he's done this. She's done that. They done this. They done that. Hey, I don't care this morning. I've lost my joy before. I've lost my power with God. And I can promise you this, sis. When God come by and I saw it come to the top and I was able to get a hold of it, all I was worried about was getting it back. Be the only concern on our hearts this morning. It's just me, and it's just my thought. But I just almost think that the rest of them sons of the prophets looked out there and seen that old boy dip down and getting that axe head out of that water. I believe I said, He found it! Praise God! He got his axe head back! That's the way I like to think of it anyway. I promise you this morning, that's what I love. Somebody gets in an altar and they get what they need. Hey, I ain't going to go over there and say, well, what, how did you lose it? I ain't going to go over there and go to dig. No. Why, why did it come off your handle in the first place? Hey, I just want to get down there with them. Hey, and I want to praise God because they got it back. Yeah. <sighs> why, preacher? See, we can all get back to falling babies. <laughs> we can all jump in here and get to working together. That's all that matters. That's what we see the will of God done. We see the power of God do the work. That's all that matters, our man. Favorite part in that scripture that kept standing out to me. And he put out his hand and took it. I was going to matter this morning. Going away from the house of God and talking about what a wonderful service, what a wonderful message. Ain't going to matter. You can go around talking about an axe head swimming all you want to. But it ain't going to have no impact if you reach out and take it. People talking about being a preacher. Boy, he shelled the coin this morning. Boy, he just tore us up. He's all over our toes. He, boy, he just skipped me up one side and down the other. Well, did you get anything fixed? It ain't no matter. You have one of the biggest preachers that he is a skinny you, stomping on you, beating you to death. If you reach out and get a hold of what God has said in your way, it ain't going to do you no good. I'll tell you this, if, if he's a preacher at all, he ain't trying to stomp on you and he ain't trying to skin you. He's just casting a stick out there in the water and showing you what you need. I 
they tried to set preach one time and made a difference in mean preaching and hard preaching. A mean preacher wants to just see you fold up and die under it. A hard man will preach you hard, he wants to see you come to it. He wants to see you get your life fixed. You know what Elisha wanted? He wanted that man to get his axe head back. Otherwise, he'd cut a stick and went him with it, wouldn't he? No, he didn't. He just cast him out there in the water. And he left the stick. And the axe head get worked out. <coughs> I don't want to see nobody hurt. House of God ain't a place that people were to be getting hurt. It's a place where people ought to be getting help. The only thing that hurts us a lot of times is when we ain't willing to reach out and grab what God's offering us. That man, that man could have left there crying and been in just as bad a shape as he was before the stick ever got cut and cast out there. He could have left there in the same shape that he was if he'd have never reached down and got a hold of what God had laid before him. What God brought back to him. I'm telling you, the axe head has been a swimming torch you. It's up to you to get it. I want us all to have power in our life. Make sure you're right where you need to be. No, I'm not. There's a lot of work on this old handle right here. <laughs> it needs to get soaked a little more, and it needs a few more wedges drove in the head. laid on her heart this morning. On nobody's heart, I appreciate the obedience of them that's already come.